so today's topic is three ways of perfection and we'll be covering seventh canto ninth chapter text number 12 so last time we had discussed if you remember that when krishna says that we have to offer prayers unto him we have to surrender unto him we have to do devotional service so that is not for krishna's benefit it is ultimately benefit for the living entity because krishna is nijalapapurna that means krishna is complete in himself he does not want any one service but when any living entity performs any service renders any service for the lord it is for his own benefit not that lord will going to get anything out of it so that was the last session so when krishna is telling ultimately to arjun that sardarman bhritaje maam etam charanam raja he is not that he is telling because he has he has some own agenda no it is telling because krishna is telling the statement so that arjuna can understand and not only arjun all of us can understand that ultimately the living entity can be peaceful can attain the success of life only and only when he becomes a devotee of the lord otherwise it is not possible so that was last session and today session is will be will will be reading today's verse or one of the very important verses prabhupad quotes many times this verse Yes. So today's verse, seventh canto, ninth chapter, text number twelve. So Pallad Maharaj is continuing. तस्मादहम् विगत विक्लवैश्वरस्या सर्वात्मनामहिग्रणामियथामलीशं नीचो जयागुणमिसर्गमनुप्रविष्टा पूयेतहेनाहिपुमाननुवर्णितेना स्वाधिस्थलिंग प्रलाद मराज देवरफॉर ऑल्डो आई वाज बोर्न इन अ डिमोनिक फैमिली आई मे विदाउट अ डाउट ऑफर प्रेयर्स to the lord with full endeavor as far as my intelligence allows any one who has been forced by ignorance to enter the material world may be purified of material life if he offer prayers to the lord and hears the lord's glories so there are many important words in this shloka tulad maharaj is maintaining mentioning and first thing is is talking about it is starting from the word tasmad tasmad means therefore so therefore generally we use this word when uh, we conclude something for example now i am having any argument with someone or any discussion with someone and finally when i come to that conclusion then i will use this word tasmad tasmad means therefore i have given many arguments and many logics and many statements now finally i am concluding tasmad So what Pralad Maharaj is mentioning, why he is using the smart word? Because if you read the previous verses, what we have discussed last few weeks, what this Pralad Maharaj is mentioning basically, he is uh, as we have uh, discussed earlier that when Narsimha Devi killed Hiranya Kashyapu, he was in very angry mood, and nobody was able to pacify Lord. Lord Brahma tried, Lord Shiva tried, and other demigods also tried. Different people from different planets they also tried, but they were not able to. satisfy lord even lakshmi devi was also not able to satisfy then finally they sent pralad maharaj to pacify lord and pralad maharaj uh, before offering his start is offering his prayers he is telling all these things that although i am not qualified although i am born in a low family but lord is so merciful that he can simply be he will accept everyone's prayers and everyone's service not because he is in need of anything but because he wants everyone should be uh, should be able to offer service to him so that's why krishna accepts everyone's service so pralad maharaj is telling although i am not qualified but still because lord is very merciful i am 100% sure that he is going to accept my prayers that's why he is concluding here tasmad tasmad aham vigata which tasmad aham vigata viklava ishwarasya sarvatmana ami granami yatha manisham 
नीचो जया गुण विसर्ग मनु प्रविष्टा पूये तये नहीं कुमान अनु वर्णित है सो फर्स्ट वर्ड वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट वाज इज तस्मात तो प्रहलाद महाराज इज कंक्लूडिंग हियर दैट ऑल्दो आई एम नॉट क्वालिफाइड बट नाउ आई एम गोइंग टू स्टार्ट ऑफरिंग माय प्रेयर्स विद ऑल द ऑल द लिमिटेशंस एंड एवरीथिंग इज देयर बट स्टिल आई एम गोइंग टू ऑफर माय प्रेयर्स सो दिस इज द वर्ड तस्मात मींस हियर एंड नेक्स्ट इंपॉर्टेंट वर्ड इज अनुवर्णितेना ऑल्दो इट्स द लास्ट वर्ड but it is very important word what prahlad maharaj is mentioning here is anuvarnite varnitena so what does that mean anuvarnitena means to offer prayers or offer prayers and glorification as per the parampara as per the established systems as per the established rules and regulations so one devotee was sharing very nice incidents i was sharing one lecture so one devotee was sharing this incidents that nowadays there is actually a fashion that people want to interpret thing as per their own understanding they have their own understanding of looking at the things different way of of interpretations are there many many interpretations are there so one such interpretation is which has recently come and many i think uh, many people have are aware of this also uh, about ramayan so there is one author he has rewritten ramayan and this person who has rewritten ramayan he is in that ramayan what he has rewritten he is giving a different angle or different view of understanding for how to understand this book ramayan so he in this book generally we have when we read ramayan we have understanding that ramayan is the villain and ram lord ramchandra is a hero but he has given a different angle and vision of the entire ramayana and then he is trying to explain that how even lord even lord ramchandra was not correct and ramad was actually correct and he is giving different understanding different logical understanding different i have not read but i have heard like so he is giving different different meanings to that that how he is justifying the act of ramad now we are now you can see from this this person's so called imagination or so called understanding that what kind of civilization we are living in where there is no respect for standard understanding anyone tries to do anything with established literature he can do that to give a different understanding and people also applaud that person oh he has done a very nice job he has given some some different understanding which is not current this way also we can think and and he will uh, you know being glorified sometime he will give some reward also oh he has given different point of view to this understanding and there will be some debates will be happening just like recently one movie also came i think the name was ram leela something or somebody was telling so there also they have given some bit of understanding so there i was somebody sent me the trailer of that movie so in that this he was telling uh, ramana was telling i think that uh, i lost my sister i lost my kingdom i lost my wife and everything but still people glorify you why it is so so then ramchandra replied because hum bhagwan hai kyunki hum bhagwan hai so the person that the person who has made this movie is trying to prove that although there were many things which even bad in lord ramchandra also but still people uh, blindly believe lord ramchandra as god but and this kind of things have been glorified people will go to cinema house and to they will see because they want to do something new so this is a disease in today's generation that we do not accept the standard vedic literature as it is but we want to do some experiment we want to give some different angles and point of view so that i can be recognized if some 10 people has given the same thing and i also give the same thing what is the value so let me do something else something good or something different not good something different and that way i will be recognized that's why prabhupada also mentioned that ekto nochan kuch karu this is bengali proverb that let me do something new everything else is doing the same thing let me do something new so that i can be recognized but we don't understand that by doing this kind of activities we are actually creating an imbalance in the society because this kind of literatures like ramayana mahabharat or bhagavad gita they are not meant for a person's imagination they are not meant for for you to or any other person to interpret it in your own way it is not like that this knowledge has to be understood in a proper way this knowledge has a proper understanding a proper purpose when when valmiki is writing this ramayana 
or Krishna is speaking Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna, there is a specific purpose behind it. There is a specific reason. There is a specific message that our author wants to convey. Now you cannot change that imagination, change the ultimate uh, language or ultimate conclusion of that particular literature by your own understanding. So if you do that, ultimately we are creating an imbalance in the society and that's why we see uh, there are many, many, there are many, many, many uh, editions of Bhagavad Gita, there are many, many commentaries on Bhagavad Gita. Each one has given his own interpretation in order to prove that he is some, someone who is different. But as we understand, this is not the way to understand Vedic literature. If you do like that, then we will lose the entire purpose of Vedas. The purpose of Vedic literature is not to interpret like that. The purpose of Vedic literature Krishna is trying to give to Arjuna ultimately is telling you become a devotee. So if a person is giving some different interpretation to Bhagavad Gita as per his own understanding, then ultimately he is playing with Bhagavad Gita. And Prabhupada also says Bhagavad Gita is not something, Krishna is not told something so that anyone tomorrow will come and interpret his own way. No, Krishna's words are clear, his understanding is clear, his message is clear. So no one else is required to give his imagination or his understanding on Bhagavad Gita. For example, people say Kurushetra is this body, his past five senses are the five Pandavas and all these things. It is not like that. Every literature has a purpose. When Krishna is coming in this material world, he has a purpose. When he is speaking Bhagavad Gita, there is a purpose. When he is giving any sort of knowledge, there is a purpose. So if a person is interpreting his own way, actually he is missing out the main purpose. So that is very dangerous thing nowadays we see. And when a youngster read all these things, those who don't have proper understanding, when they read all these things, they have, oh, this also can be correct. Yes, Ravana also can be hero. Why only Lord Ramchandra should be worshipped? Ravana should be uh, no, worshipped because he was a great brother. And brother should be like Ram, Lord, Ra, brother should be like Ravana. He, for his, uh, for sister purpose, he did everything. Why he was being criticized, he was correct. All these things are there. And we read when we hear, oh, this is also correct. So that's why Shastras are clear how to understand this knowledge. That's why they have given authorized sampradayas, authorized parampara. There are four sampradayas. If you want to take understand knowledge, these are the four sampradayas. You take understand this knowledge and all the four sampradayas and conclusions are same. There can be different ways in, in a way. Some There can be some different philosophical understanding but ultimately everyone accepts that Krishna is supreme personality Godhead and ultimately the purpose of life is to become a devotee of the Lord. That anybody and everybody, everyone will accept. There can be some minor changes as per the time place circumstances, but ultimately the purpose is same of all the bona fide sampradayas. So Prabhupada tells one, and these kind of people, as I told, those who are interpreting in this own way, some people will be like this who will be glorifying them also. So Prabhupada quotes a very nice story in this regard. So there was a camel, and this camel wanted to get married. And when he was getting married, he wanted to have an orchestra for his marriage so that you know, he can give a nice experience to all others. And so this camel, he invited a donkey for, for his orchestra work to sing. So donkey is singing in the marriage of camel. And was donkey singing, donkey singing, oh camel, you are very, very beautiful. Aho Rupam, you are very beautiful. So this Donkey is glorifying camel, that camel you are very beautiful. And further, camel, after hearing this thing, he become also more happy than to know, donkey, what voice you have? You are a very nice singer. Aho Dhvani. So camel is telling Aho Dhvani and donkey is telling Aho Rupam. So Aho Rupam, Aho Dhvani. So both are, neither camel is beautiful or handsome, nor donkey is a very nice singer. But still, both are glorifying each other. So this material world, when a person writes this kind of literature, and other person glorifies him. So we are both are in this kind of category. Aho Rupam, Aho Dhvani. A person who is not handsome, he has been glorified. Another person who is not a good singer. So these kind of conditions are there. And they get some right paper also and all these things. So the understanding of Vedic literature is not to, uh, not to interpret because there is no end of it. If you want to understand Veda by logic, it is not possible because tomorrow, today you are giving logic. Tomorrow, some other person may, may come and he, he will give some different logic. So, we will never understand actually what is the real meaning of Vedas by logical understanding. Just like we see in scientific field also. There will, one, there will be one scientist or one person, he, he will give some theory. After some time, some time, another scientist will come, he will give some different theory. Maybe more logical way. 
so we will leave that person with that scientist old one and we will take another one new new theory will accept similarly vedic literature also tomorrow today you are having this interpretation maybe you are finding it more comfortable okay this is matching with my present situation tomorrow you may get some other interpretation which is more uh, looks like more matching to your present situation so it is not like that that's why the standard understanding is yes this is the understanding you have to understand who is krishna what is the personality of krishna what is the emergency and urgency of spiritual life there is a certain kind of emergency and urgency being mentioned in scriptures for spiritual life and if you do not understand this emergency and urgency by reading vedic literatures then ultimately we are uh, missing the point so that's like one more example that devotee was giving so let's say you are in a building and there are there are you know typical building we have different instructions how to how to escape yourself in case of fire happens and all these things so there were two two friends and they were uh, no both were both were good logicians and they were they were in building some building and they were analyzing okay what were the instruction written in order to escape in case there is some fire so they were understanding okay this is this is written here in case of fire first do not uh, do not use lift just go by stairs or you can crawl like that different instructions were there and they were reading each the both of them were reading so finally they heard after some time there was a fire alarm and actually there was a fire so now instead of escaping both of them reading instructions and they are analyzing interpreting in their own way okay crawling means you can crawl like this or no uh, lifting means you can go instead of lift they can use you can stairs so stair mean like this so both of them are actually analyzing this uh, analyzing the words which were written there the, no but none of them are understanding that is is a very emergency situation i have to come out of this place as soon as possible and some per person also comes to uh, escape then they will say no we are busy in uh, interpreting the things so they will lose the opportunity of escaping so similarly it is not that vedic literature meant for interpretations already everything is fixed we need not to interpret it simply we have to accept uh, whatever is mentioned in the scriptures and whatever you are receiving from acharyas monavat sampradayas then we can actually understand what is the really real meaning of scripture rather than understanding in this way or that we are giving this interpretation that interpretation not like that so this is a very important thing anuvarni tena so balad maharaj accepting himself as that although i am a nicho jaya nicho jaya means i have taken birth in a low family nicho jaya guna visarga anupravishta i am not at all qualified to offer prayers but fir bhi still what is telling tasmad aham vidata viklavaishwarasya sarvatmana mahindranami yatha manisham so this is also very important word yatha manisham yatha manisham means he is telling as far as my intelligence allows as far as my intelligence although i am a low born person i am not very intelligent i am a child but as far as my intelligence is allowing me to offer prayers i will do that i told i am not qualified but still as far as my intelligence allowed allows i am going to offer and you will see balar maharaj is going to offer the best prayers not that he is uh, he is manufacturing something he is offering prayers because he is being touched by the supreme personality godhead narsimha devi is touching has touched his lotus hand on the head of pralad maharaj so that's why pralad maharaj is offering prayers he is able to offer prayers so he is accepting that i am not qualified but at the same time he is telling although i am not qualified i will be offering prayers because you are very very merciful you are not going to you can accept prayers for anyone and everyone who is a devotee of the lord so that's why pralad maharaj is offering is going to offer his prayers and puyeta ena hi puman anuvarnitena that means any person who is even though a low born is not at all uh, has any qualities but still if he offers prayers and by just by hearing these prayers what is being offered to supreme personality god that person become purified so that's why pradhat maharaj is offering prayers and since he is a, he is thinking himself i am not qualified you will also see that he is is he is playing a role of a acharya he is playing as a role of acharya a great devotee and he himself has accepted spiritual master so that's why he is telling all are not qualified but my spiritual master is a, that is narad muni so he has accepted a spiritual master he is he is setting the example himself that even though a person is not qualified the first thing is he has to accept a spiritual master that is called as adho guru ashraya that means the first thing a person should do 
in order to advance in spiritual life understand spiritual life he has to accept a spiritual master and once he has accepted a spiritual master then his spiritual journey starts when the person accept a spiritual master ado guru ashraya sadhu margana gamanam that means he has to accept spiritual master he has to follow instructions and then his his journey will start and by following this yatha manisha then krishna will give intelligence so devotee has a firm faith that whatever intelligence i have whatever understanding why i have and whatever abilities i have actually is coming from the lord if i am lacking something in my devotional service krishna will provide me and my duty is what yatha manisha whatever intelligence i have got let me offer it to krishna yatha manisha means whatever intelligence whatever capabilities i have let me offer it to krishna and then when krishna will give me whatever is lacking and will preserve whatever i have and krishna promises in bhagavad gita the same thing that whatever you have i will keep whatever you lack i will provide so that's why devotee tries to offer prayers and that's what prahlad maharaj is going to offer his prayers and the position of prahlad maharaj is very special this also we should understand that prahlad maharaj is not a ordinary devotee although he is a child five year old child but uh, in spiritual life is nothing like a person who is a child or is a big person he can he can offer more important prayers like uh, devotees cannot offer a child cannot offer no as devotee can be a very small child but he can offer best prayers or a person can be a very big so called scholar of vedic literature but he may not be able to offer prayers if he has got his mercy of the lord a child can do big big things whereas a scholar cannot do big person cannot do so that's why the position of prahlad maharaj is he is a nitya siddha so there are three kinds of devotee there are three ways of perfection in spiritual life it is mentioned in our vaishnava understanding brahmar mentioned there are three ways a person can advance in spiritual life the first thing is called as vinitya siddha nitya siddha means devotees of the lord who are eternal eternally liberated person nitya siddha they are never ever contaminated by material modes of nature and whenever they come in this material world it is not that they are coming in material world because of because of their own desire of sense gratification so when we are in this material world living entities who have appeared who have come in material world it is different when we are in this material world our desire is to enjoy independently we want to enjoy this material world independent of the lord that's why lord has given this opportunity for us to enjoy want to enjoy you can go there and enjoy material world specifically but it is not that we have come here because of lord is there no it is our own desire because we want to enjoy krishna has given this place for us to enjoy independently but it is not the case of a nitya siddha so first category is nitya siddha nitya siddha means devotees of the lord who appear in this material world who come in this material world in order to propagate the message of the lord in order to help lord in execution of their mission his mission so lord does not require any help means again krishna is not in need of any help for anyone but his devotees because they want to help lord it is their desire so that's why krishna allows them okay you want to help me you want to uh, you want to come with me you want to experience past times with me okay you can also come with me so it is devotees desire they want to ha- have a relationship with the lord that's why lord allows them okay you can come with me so they appear in this material world uh, with the lord sometime sometime without the lord ultimately the purpose is to reestablish the relationship with the lord of living entities not that they are themselves want to establish they are nitya siddha they are not uh, forgotten lord for any single moment but in order to preach living entities like us they come in this material world still they are eternally eternally liberated personalities they are not at all not at all contaminated by material modes of nature and one such example is prahlad maharaj so prahlad maharaj himself is nitya siddha he never ever got contaminated by material modes of nature so they come they establish the principles they help a living entity to advance his spiritual life just like prahlad maharaj ji came so he appeared in order to show that how a person can serve lord in any condition of life how much faith we should have on the lord's words so that we can have this understanding that in any condition of life lord will save me so he wanted to establish this this principle that's why he is our acharya he is one of the mahajanas so mahajana or mahajana acharyas they are the personalities they appear in this material world in order to give this example and what is the meaning of acharya acharya means the one who teaches by his own example that is the meaning of acharya just like chetan mahaprabhu so he is himself appeared 
in the form of his devotee in the form of devotee god krishna so he himself appeared and he ha- he have got everything he we not to accept or need not to follow any rules and regulation but still he appeared in this material world he followed rules and regulation he he accepted his spiritual master ishwar puri he served him nicely and he showed how a devotee should behave in this material world so although he was chaitanya mahaprabhu himself he is supreme personality god that he is more of all the vedic literature he is the compiler of all the vedic literature but still he is possessing himself a humble person or a fool in front of his spiritual master so he is trying to explain that how a person should act or behave in front in front of his superior or spiritual master we should never ever show ourselves very very intelligent or very very extravagant in front of spiritual master no always we should try to become humble no matter how much so called advanced we, we and we will see here also in future verses you will see pralad mara such a exalted devotee but still he is first praying to whenever he is going to offer prayers first he is going to offer prayers to his guru that is narad muni again he established a principle that first we have to offer prayers to guru not directly we can jump to krishna so chaitanya mahaprabhu setting that example how we should how should behave and also he came he took sanyas how is sanyasi should behave how sanyasi should act how should a devotee should serve lord everything himself is explaining and that's why it is mentioned by one of the acharya one of the devotee apni aachari prabhu jeeva de sikhaye that when chaitanya mahaprabhu appeared from his own aachar from his own conduct so that he can show living entities in this world how to perform bhakti so that is chaitanya mahaprabhu that is all the great acharyas who appeared in this material world ramanuja acharya matva acharya they are all nitya siddha devotees they appear in this material world just to give an example how to uh, how to perform bhakti and how to make sure that we should not get contaminated and we can also become a devotee not nitya siddha but we can also become a devotee by following the process so nobody can take portion of nitya siddha directly he has to follow the process so these are the first devotees called as nitya siddha or eternally liberated personalities who are not at all contaminated they come in this material world so that they can set examples and give their teachings and pralad varaj is one of them is nitya siddha devotee another kind of devotee is sadhana siddha devotee that is second way of getting perfection first is nitya siddha second is sadhana siddha so sadhana siddha is a devotee who all of us are basically all of us all of us those who are practicing this principles of krishna consciousness trying to chant 16 rounds trying to follow four eight principles trying to get up in the morning trying to uh, attend mangala aarti trying to follow all the basic principles rules and regulation try to offer food to the lord so we will come in this category of sadhana siddha sadhana siddha means that we although we are contaminated we are very much have a tendency to enjoy this material world we want enjoyment for ourselves we are working very hard to enjoy the senses and we are not perfect and all of us those who are in this material world conditioned souls if they start following krishna consciousness they will fall under sadhana siddha category sadhana means a person who is following the prescribed rules and regulation and doing this they become perfect siddha by sadhana they become siddha that is called as sadhana siddha now sometimes people may have they have this understanding that and they are asked this questions also why spirituality in whenever you want to follow spirituality spirituality there are so many rules and regulation why we cannot follow spirituality without in rules and regulation no please understand this is the most important thing in spiritual life that we have to have regulation in spiritual life that's why krishna said in bhagavad gita the person who is not regulated in his life he cannot cannot become a yogi till that time of life regulated regulated work regulated eating regulated sleeping regulated recreation krishna mentions till the time this is not there we cannot advance in spiritual life so that's why it is very very important to have control on senses till the time we do not control our senses we cannot expect any kind of advancement in spiritual life and senses on all the levels on body level on mind level on intelligence level and even on ego level also what is body level body level means we have so many demands of the body we have vacho vega manasa vega udara upastha vega so many vegas are in this body that means we have a vega the urge to speak so we want to speak entire day people want to speak all nonsense they want to speak without any categorization whether this thing is helpful for me or this is required to speak or not should i should i speak right now what i am speaking is actually is useful for someone or not but no we will keep on speaking entire day throughout the day people will keep on speaking 
So that is called as Vachu Vegam. We have dips from this Vachu. Manasa Vegam. Manasa Vegam means the Vegam of mind. Mind creates so many thoughts. I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to go there. So do many, so many thoughts are coming. Vachu Vegam, Manasa Vegam. Then Udarupastha Vegam. Udar Vegam is the Vega of the urge of eating to satisfy our senses. So the tongue, tongue, tongue Vegam is to speak as well as eat also. So, because tongue has two roles, one is to eat, other to speak. So, we eat all the nonsense thing. People eat without any restriction. There is no time of eating. There is no schedule of eating. Anytime people are eating and without any consideration how much I should eat, when should I eat, there is no consideration. Simply, something is there to eat, let me eat nicely. Whether it is non-wage or wage, offered, non-offered, it is a freshly cooked thing or it is a stale thing, no matter. Whatever is there, I let me eat nicely. There is no consideration. There is no uh, intelligence to make differentiation in this thing. So, Vachu Vegam is not there. Manasa Vegam no, not there. Udara Vegam is eating again. This one eating is for tongue, other it is for belly. So, if we eat nicely without any consideration. And then fourth is the Vegam, that is genitals. Udara Upastha Vegam. Upastha Vegam means genitals. So, we do not have control over tongue, nor mind, nor belly, and not genitals. So that's why there are so many Vegas are there and there is no control. And what scripture says, till the time we do not have control of all these things, we cannot expect that I, I can advance in spiritual life. And Rupa Goswami says the first thing, if you read the book on Nectar of Instruction, the first verse is that Vacho Vegam, Manasa Vegam, Udarupastha Vegam, the first verse is like that. And the secret Prabhupada says that and a person can, can control his tongue somehow or the other. He can control his tongue, he can control his mind, he can control his belly, he can control his genitals also. So this is the secret of controlling genital, controlling belly and controlling our mind. So we have to control our tongue. So tongue has two business. We have to eat. Whenever we want to eat, we have to eat Krishna Prasadam. And whenever we want to speak, let me speak about Krishna. Whatever is important for me to glorify Lord. Just like Prahlad Maharaj is telling, Kuan Anu Vandi Tena. Vandi Tena means I am going to glorify I want to explain your glories. So, So this is the duty of a devotee if you really want to advance. So, this is called a sadhana bhakti. So, it is not possible to control immediately. Now, somebody can say, okay, I am practicing for last one year. There is no change. The change is there. It is just that you are not able to understand. The very fact that you are able to chant till now, it means that there is advancement. So, we have to control this, all the urges of body, mind, senses. Macho Vega, Manasa Vega, Mudarapastha Vega. That is called as Sadhana Bhakti. Sadhana Bhakti means we follow specific guidelines, specific rules and regulations given by expert spiritual master. And under his guidance, we follow all these things, take instructions from him. Spiritual master will correct us through different ways and means. We follow that. Again, some mistake happen. Again, he will correct. And slowly by following this Sadhana Bhakti, initially it is little troublesome. It is not palatable to get up early in the morning, especially nowadays. Nobody would like to get up early in the morning. But that is required. That is the meaning of sadhana. Sadhana means initially it will be troublesome. But in any anything in the material world also, if you see, any uh, material achievement people take, they work very hard for that. The person who uh, who's uh, no, winning any medal in any Olympic or something like that, they work very hard for that. So when a person for material things, he works so hard, which is temporary, Anyway, so why we should not work hard for spiritual things? We should think like that. If a person for material things, for earning money or getting some recognition in the material world, person work very, very hard. You will sleep for three hours, four hours, entire day will work for some material achievement, which anyway he cannot take with him. But a devotee, same thing we do for pleasing Lord. That is sadhana bhakti. And we take all the trouble, we take all the austerities, we get up in the morning early, we take bath with the cold water, we will attend Mangala Arati, we will chant, we will read books, we will do devotional service. Everything a devotee will do, although it is troublesome apparently. So that is the meaning of Sadhana Bhakti. So we should understand, this is one of the stage, Sadhana Bhakti. When a person is continuously following all these rules and regulations of Sadhana Bhakti, and he is getting more and more purified, because the very fact that as we discussed, our senses are not purified right now. Senses are contaminated. Senses want to eat, tongue want to eat unrestrictedly food without any restriction. Mind want to think whatever it wants. And I want to see whatever I want to see without any restriction. So all these things are there. So the senses 
when it gets it gets controlled by following the process of sadhana bhakti then slowly you will see we will take a relish in krishna consciousness the very thing which was initially looking we were thinking of it is troublesome for me i am not able to understand not able to uh, what happened in the morning and all these things you will automatically do automatically you will do uh, you will get up in the morning automatically you will chant automatically you will like devotee association automatically you will like prasadam automatically you will like to go for trips automatically you will like to devotional service so this is uh, happens this happens this stage come by purific after purification the purification process is that this is the only thing what we are doing this is purification process of chanting reading hearing everything and that's how when we follow this sadhana process a stage called as when advancing spiritual life the stage is called as we will reach to a stage called where at kind of detachment will come from this material world that is the meaning of that that we are we are not at all concerned about so many material things which are happening concerned in the sense here i am concerned of whatever is required from me for my this thing but i am not concerned whatever happening all over the world and all these things so this certain amount of advancement happens when a person develop virakti so gyan and vairagya these two things will develop automatically how to judge that i am advancing you can see yourself how much still i am advanced how much i am still attached to material things how much still i am attached for name fame or relationship with this material world that means still i need to develop detachment or virakti and transcendental knowledge also so for that purpose only chaitanya mahaprabhu actually appeared so chaitanya mahaprabhu appeared for this purpose it is mentioned that vairagya vidya anji bhakti yoga rugam vairagya vidya you appeared in order to teach vairagya vidya signs of detachment so actually the detachment is a signs people sometimes they understand that if i possess something i'll be happy after possessing everything it will be happy no the detachment principle is the detachment principle is the more you do not get attached to anything you'll be happy more you'll be free so there is actually there is a joy there is a pleasure in not having anything also there is a very different kind of pleasure a devotee has when you think that i do not possess anything except one thing that is lord's mercy so if he has lord's mercy spiritual master mercy he will have everything otherwise he does not take he does not want also does not take care of just like prabhupada he was very nicely situated in vrindavan and he was doing all these things very nicely who would like to leave vrindavan but still he left and he has this he has this understanding that my lord will protect me so this chaitanya mahaprabhu himself came and showed by his own example how a person should follow bhakti and how by following this process detachment should come detachment is a very very important aspect of devotional service today we are attached to many many things we are attached to world this material world many many objects of this material world mobile some people are even attached to you know the animals that are attached to this body attached to family attached to this watch attached to table attached to washroom people are attached to many many things in this material world so chaitanya mahaprabhu appeared and showed no you, you you shift all this attachment from this material things to krishna attachment you have you have a tendency to get attached so this tendency to attach you utilize in seva of the lord and that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu appeared and varage vidya anushakti yogam shikshartha meka purusha puranam shri krishna chaitanya sharira dhari you are appeared in the form of chaitanya mahaprabhu kripa ambu devil tamam prapatte so you are ocean of mercy and i pay my obeisance unto you so these are the prayers offered by one of the devotee of the lord to chaitanya mahaprabhu so chaitanya mahaprabhu showed and he showed how he was not attached to his family he took sanyas when he was 24 years of old 24 years of age wife was there mother was there but still he took sanyas and he was very nicely situated at home but still he took all the trouble he took sanyas he visited all over india uh to south india to north india in order to preach this cult of krishna consciousness all over the india so he took all the troubles and showed how devotee should preach without taking care of his bodily comforts and acharyas have also done rup goswami saratan goswami they have also showed by an example similarly chaitanya mahaprabhu also showing by an example how devotee should preach without taking of personal comfort because mind will cheat many time mind is a vega mind will not allow us to preach so easily because some difficulties will come person will reject us we will show some rejection also when you go out for preach for book distribution people will not accept very easily 
in some time it is very very demotivating also nobody is taking book nobody is listening to me but no please understand this this process is like that by any service whatever we are doing we should have one understanding that this i am doing for my purification so even though a person is purchasing any book even though a person is taking this is hearing to me it is his hearing that's very nice my duty is what simply i have to execute whatever i am being asked to do and that's why krishna also said bhagavad gita that nimitranath nimitra matra bhava sambhashachi what is saying that already i have decided the result of this battle that arjun this all these people will be killed now what you can do is you become an instrument nimitra matra just become an instrument bhava sambhashachi you become an instrument do not try to take any any uh, role that i am doing for everything no everyone is going to die that's a fact but if you want you can take credit and you do whatever i am doing so this is what we can do actually just like we are making this temple in pavai trying to build this temple in pavai so it is not that uh, temple will not be built if people don't contribute something like that temple will be built because it's krishna's temple nobody can stop at least if krishna if it's still start krishna has some different plan that always we can take but ultimately is krishna's temple so it will be built but the person who is taking benefit of this opportunity of serving he will get he will be glorified because he has got this opportunity i want to i want to help in some way or the other he will be glorified so similarly lord is always phone is himself he is not dependent on anything but he gives opportunity to his devotees so that they can help they can participate they can come here and just like all the devotees they come they participate in different different leela when krishna came different so many associates of krishna came with balram ji came and all the yadus they came and even all the coward boys in vrindavan gopis in vrindavan everyone all of them came along with krishna to perform their pastimes so that they can they can also become one of the part of krishna's pastime chaitanya mahaprabhu appeared along with him itran prabhu came uh, sarvam bhattacharya came so many other associates of chaitanya mahaprabhu they were also devotees of the lord in a, they appeared in order to uh, help lord in his, his activities so lord is full in himself but devotee wants to render some service so krishna gives them this opportunity so just like one more example is there uh when lord ramchandra is building this bridge in order to reach sri lanka lanka so there were many monkeys they were helping lord in order to build that bridge there was there all of us know there was they were throwing stones in the bridge so there was one squirrel also and it was also trying to you know throw something some some stone or whatever as per its capacity it was trying and although we know squirrel is a very small animal what it can do what she can do so it was trying some or the other and it have it so happened that i think some of the uh, people in banner sena they started laughing at her that oh what she is doing she is not able to do anything so then lord ramchandra when he came to know this thing then he told very nice thing i thought i hope some of you would have heard this thing but it is a very instructive story past time for us to understand lord ramchandra says that what do you think that this hanuman who is a devotee of mine just by taking my name jay shri ram he jumped this entire ocean and went to that other part of the of the ocean lanka so he is so powerful just by taking my name he went to the other side of the ocean so do you think i am not so powerful that i will i can cross this ocean and go there no is it impossible for me no it is not like that it is very much possible for me i can do anything but why i am doing this thing i am making bridge so that i can engage all of you in my service so it is not that when you are going to if i i cannot go if you don't make this bridge i can go anyway but when you are engaging yourself in my service you are getting benefit of it so this squirrel is doing what as per his capacity it is doing her best duty so we should help her rather than criticizing her so that's like lord ramchandra says so similarly in our case also we cannot uh like it is not that because of us things are happening but still if we participate in that activity will be glorified as a devotee of the lord so this is sadhana bhakti we do nice bhakti we do we follow all the rules and regulation of the lord of krishna consciousness and try to help ourselves at the same time help others also and there are so much of sense control requires there are so much of uh, sadhana requires so much of control on the senses are required and that definitely person after following strictly spiritual master instruction 
he will reach to a stage that he will become purified and by doing this though he become he will go back to god so nitya siddha is always always pure and nitya siddha devotee did not to do any kind of sadhana also they are always pure but still they come in order to show some example they do that but sadhana siddha devotee they have to follow rules and regulation and by following rules and regulation and very important thing is he pleases his spiritual master so in progress in krishna consciousness is depends on the words of the spiritual master the mercy of the spiritual master so spiritual master is pleased then krishna is pleased jaisa prasada bhagavat prasada so he plans to please his spiritual master and then by doing sadhana bhakti he will reach to that stage of he become perfect so this is second one first is siddha second is sadhana siddha and third is kripa siddha kripa siddha means a devotee who has got uh, who has achieved perfection not by doing sadhana not by not that he is eternal eternally liberated devotee by the mercy of the lord mercy of the lord means although he is not performed any so much sadhana but lord is very merciful and that devotee somehow or the other we don't know the reason and because of lord's mercy he got liberated he became perfect so prabhupa says one nice example so we should not try to imitate that situation that i also will come sadhana i also become vitya siddha or I, i will not do any bhakti i will come prabhupa siddha no it is not that with everyone it will happen so prabhupa gave example of rabindranath tagore so rabindranath tagore never went to any school but still he got titles from of one doctor and other like big titles from some i think oxford or some other dictionary uh, university so prabhupa says rabindranath tagore was exception now you cannot say i will also become rabindranath tagore i will not study and i will uh, get this doctorate title no he was exception he was very intelligent so for other normal people they have to go to college and they have to study and get the degree or that title similarly it is not that we can imitate pralad mara that is not possible we cannot say i will also become kripa siddha or sadhana siddha no we cannot become sadhana we can oh, sorry kripa siddha or nitya siddha we cannot become nitya siddha also we cannot become sadhana siddha uh, kripa siddha also directly kripa siddha anyway nobody can predict it is lord's mercy whenever you try to give will give kripa siddha devotee for example uh, we have example of jagai and madai so they did, they did not follow any sadhana but still nitran prabhu and chetan mahaprabhu allowed him they gave him mercy okay they became devotee and more example nalkuvera manigri although they were uh, not not doing good activities but still they got curse from naradmuni and that curse because of that curse they became tree and ultimately they became they were they got a possibility to see krishna face to face so like that many more examples will be there in our scriptures where a person without doing sadhana they became devotee of the lord so this is called as kripa siddha so kripa siddha uh, anybody can get kripa of the lord it is not calculation you cannot make any calculation for that whatever lord desires whatever lord whenever lord desires okay i want to keep give kripa to this person he will give that without any having any pre qualification or whether without any doing any service or any uh, sadhana he can get so these three kind of uh, liberations three kind of perfections are there nitya siddha kripa siddha and sadhana siddha so all of us are fall in the category of sadhana siddha and eventually prabhupada says once a person become perfect then there is no difference so in spiritual there is no difference between nitya siddha kripa siddha and sadhana siddha once you reach to perfection you when you reach spiritual world then all are equal nitya siddha kripa siddha and sadhana siddha but in this material world there is a difference so we are never we are never uh, nitya siddha we are always sadhana siddha or kripa siddha so our situation is like that and we have to follow the vedic we have to follow the rules and regulation given by spiritual master very very nicely so that again we can get this kripa also or oh, that's also a fact even though person doing nice sadhana but if he does not have mercy of the spiritual master he also may not get perfection but it's a fact when a devotee does nice sadhana with proper intention proper understanding definitely spiritual master will be pleased and by his mercy he will achieve perfection and pralad baraj is nitya siddha devotee we have to follow his example he is a mahajana also so we simply have to follow his footstep try to understand what he is telling and try to if possible try to recite his prayers of pralad baraj which are mentioned in bhagavatam so that's why he is telling himself anuvarnitena varnitena means to explain the glories of the lord being chanted or recited 
and same recitation, same everything, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also has given in the form of chanting of Hare Krishna Mantra. Cheto Darpana Mahajana Bahu Mahadava Agni Nirvapana. So that this material world is full of misery, full of problems are there. And this material world, the only way to purify ourselves is by chanting of the holy names of the Lord. So that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself has given this method. In other ways, he's telling this, just like Pradhamaraj, Pradhamaraj is telling, Puan Anuvarni Tena, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Kirtanya Sadahari. So there is no difference between chanting of the holy names of the Lord or preaching the glories of the Lord. It is same. The person is chanting Hare Krishna Mantra or is preaching. Ultimately, both are meant for glorification of the Lord. So, Prahlad Maharaj is glorifying the Lord by, by reciting some prayers, by reciting some shlokas. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is doing the same thing by spreading the Krishna consciousness movement all over the world. Ultimately, both are meant to satisfy the Lord. And anyone who takes benefit of any of the two, either by this message, by reciting these prayers, or by chanting Hare Krishna Mantra, he will become one of the Siddhas, mostly sadhanas. So, this is our position. So, perfection of the life is these three methods, Kripa Siddha, Sadhana Siddha and Nitya Siddha. So, we have to take shelter of one of the Nitya Siddha devotee. Then, we can buy the, by mercy of Nitya Siddha devotee, just like Pradhan Maharaj and other Nitya Siddha devotees, just like devotees who appeared with Krishna, Nand Maharaj, Ishwada Maya, Vasudeva, Devaki, all are Nitya Siddha devotees. So, they come with, with Krishna and again, after their pastime is over, they go back to Krishna. So we have to take shelter, one of the Nityasita devotees, one of the pure devotees of Krishna, and that's we can follow the instruction, just like Srila Prabhupada. We have to take his shelter and follow his instruction of chanting 16 rounds, follow four active principles, reading every day, hearing every day, following morning program, preaching, eating prasada. All these things when we do, we are then following the process of sadhana siddha, sadhana. Sadhana Bhakti under the guidance of spiritual master and by following slowly we will become one of the perfect devotees of the Lord.